the dominion mandate. I want to talk a little bit about we are to have dominion. When God created the earth, when he created the heavens, when he created the stars, when he created the moon, when he created all these things that we can read about in Genesis, he put man on the earth and for one reason, and that was to have dominion. For another reason, to have fellowship with God. For another reason, I believe that he will, he wanted to teach man how to do certain things, how to create like he created, how to be like he is. The Bible tells us that we're made in the image and the likeness of God. Genesis chapter 1, let's look at verses 26 through 28. And God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness, and let them rule over fish of the sea and over birds of the sky and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Verse 28, God blessed them and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, and rule over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the sky and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Can I get you to go back to to verse 26 and 27? I want you to, if you will, let's look at this word where it says rule over. I think the King James Version says dominion. That we're to have dominion over. Say dominion. Come on, say it again. Dominion. Say it again. Dominion. We're to have dominion. Has this changed? Has God's original intent in the garden, has it changed? It's not a trick question. Some of you know, has it changed? No. God's original intent for us was to rule over the the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, Every living thing that creeps along the ground. How many of you have ever taken dominion over a spider? Raise your hand. All right. How many have you taken dominion over a fly? We might get all of us. All right. So, so God has, this is what he's done. He's wanted us to take dominion, and that means to rule over. And verse 28, let's go to verse 28. And then I want to go back, if we can, to the definitions of dominion, if we could do that. Verse 28 says, God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. And there it is again. Rule over. Rule over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the sky, and every living living thing that moves on the earth. We need to have dominion. Now, I'm not talking about a perverted dominion. I'm not talking where a husband takes his wife and he beats her and says, I'm taking dominion over you. I want to clear that up because sometimes the enemy can twist so many different things and think that's what God wants. That is not what God wants. 
That's not the dominion that he's talking about. He's talking about taking the dominion over that spirit of anger that may cause that. Come on, somebody. So let's go back and let's look at the definitions of dominion real quick. I, wanna, I want us to see that. Dominion itself means to, to come to or to make to. It means to have dominion, to prevail. It means to prevail against something. Are you with me? It also means to reign. It means to rule. You know, we know what the word dominion actually means. We need to rule over or take over. We're to have dominion. Now, this Hebrew word in dominion, I've got that for you. This Hebrew word in dominion, if we'll look at it, it means to rule, to have dominion, to dominate. Say that, to dominate. Turn to your neighbor and say, you're supposed to dominate. Tell them. You're supposed to dominate. You're supposed to dominate. We don't have any problem if you're a member of a football team, what you're supposed to do on Sunday morning when you're playing or Saturday afternoon or whenever it is that college and high school, they tell you to go and dominate that other team. We don't have any problem. Those those of you that have were involved in sports, uh, you have no problem looking at that. But when it comes against things that are coming against you, the Bible tells us we are supposed to rule over. We are to have dominion over that. Subjugate or cause to dominate. I, I like the sound of that word, dominate. I want to dominate situations and circumstances that come against me. I want to dominate. We are... Let me give you some practical things that we are ruling and subduing the earth. This is oil and gas business, isn't it? There are things, hidden treasures in the earth, and they are drilling down and dominating the flow of gas, the flow of oil, and we're actually taking dominion over the earth. So drilling for oil is not necessarily a bad thing. There are places where we probably shouldn't be drilling or have to be careful when we drill, how we drill, and technology's taking care of a lot of that because now instead of a vertical drilling, they've even got horizontal drilling. I heard recently that the whole Dallas airport, Dallas-Fort Worth airport has been leased for them to be able to do drilling. So we need to be able to dominate. We see that taking place. So... We see in Genesis 1.28 that Adam and Eve had dominion over the earth, right? God says, you, I want you to have dominion. You're created in my image, in my likeness. I want you to have dominion. You're going to dominate over the earth. That's what he was talking about. Well, what happened? Does anybody know what happened? We'll skip that last, last, last um, definition. Does anybody know what happened? There was... The fall, we call it the fall. It was not that Adam fell out of heaven, it, it, but, but it was the dominion in the earth changed because it was given to Adam and Eve, and then there was a fall. You can read about it in Genesis chapter 3. But the good news is, well, let me get to the rest of the story. With this fall gave Satan authority, dominion 
in the world. So if you you may just need to take some notes because I'm just going to really move through this real quickly. But Satan becomes the god of this world. And in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 4, 2 Corinthians 4 verse 4, I'll say it twice so you can write them down. It says in whose case the god of this world has blinded the minds of the unbeliever of the unbelieving the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelieving so that they might not see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ who is in the image of God. He's blinded the minds of the unbelievers. People can't see because their eyes are blinded. My eyes were blinded to the things, the, the good news of the kingdom. My eyes were blinded of that. And now... I could see. Amen? And my eyes were opened, and I could see. Can you catch up with me, Marty, there? Or? So Satan becomes the god of this world. What happened? There was a fall in Genesis 3. Satan becomes the god of this world. Jesus, who is the second Adam or the last Adam, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 1 Corinthians 15, 45, says it is also written that the first man, Adam, became a living soul. The last man, or the last Adam, became a life-giving spirit. That's Christ. He, he, he fulfilled what Adam wasn't able to do. So when we begin to look at this and understand that Satan became the god of this world after the fall, that we understand that Jesus becomes the second or the last Adam, that what happened when there was a clash with them was that Jesus rendered Satan powerless through his death and his resurrection. He rendered him powerless through his death and his resurrection. Okay, we've got the scriptures up there for you. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 Verse 45 was the one that says he became that life-giving spirit, and in that spirit, the spirit of the living God was in Christ. Then he turns around and he takes that spirit of God that's within him and renders Satan powerless through his death. Through, through his death. Hebrews 2.14 says this, that through death he might render powerless him who had power of death. That word powerless is means in the Greek, he's taken away his dominion. Come on. He took away his dominion. He took that dominion back. He, he is no longer allowed to have that dominion. The Bible tells us that all authority in heaven and earth was given to Jesus. All authority. Somebody say all authority. All authority in heaven and earth was given to Jesus. And therefore, Jesus said to go and make disciples. Turn with me to Matthew chapter 28, and I want us to look at verses 18 through 20. Matthew 28, verses 18 through 20. I'm going to get there in just a minute. If you didn't bring your Bible, bring it next Wednesday night when you come, or Sunday morning we start at 7. And we would love for you to bring your Bible. If you don't have a Bible, come and talk to me, and we'll give you one. In fact, Sarah, Sarah, raise your hand. If you don't, need, if you don't have a Bible, you go see Sarah. She'll give you one. We've got some in the Resource Center. <laughs> give it away. She's like, I will. I don't have any to give them. They're all used. Matthew 18, verses what? 18 and 20. 
Truly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Did I tell you 18 or Matthew 16? I'm sorry, I messed up. Matthew 16. <laughs> Matthew 16, 18. Oh, is it up there? I'll tell you, Matthew 28, I'm all mixed up. Okay, is everybody at Matthew 16? Hold that mark and then go to Matthew 28. You guys are so kind to have grace with me, I'm telling you. You are all right. Matthew 28, verse 18. And Jesus came up and spoke to them, saying this, All authority has been given to me, in heaven and on the earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of nations, baptizing them, listen, in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey or observe all that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So we see that all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to Jesus. Now, Jesus transfers that authority. Matthew 16, look at this. It says, now we can go to Matthew 16, 18. The keys of the kingdom were given to the church, to the church. The ecclesia says, and they were given to the church now, not later, not in 2,000 years from now, or not when Jesus comes back. It's not then when we're going to be given this authority we have it now. Somebody say now. Matthew sixteen eighteen says, I also say to you, you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overpower it. Here's what verse 19 says. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. Come on, somebody. That's dominion. Somebody shout, that's dominion. That's dominion. That's what I'm talking about. That is dominion. He's given us the keys to bind, to loose, to do these principles on the earth. Not when we go to heaven. Come on, somebody. Not when we return back to earth. Come on, somebody. Not when Jesus Christ comes, but we have it now. You have authority now. You have dominion now. Well, let me, let me see what I can do. The Bible tells us the earth is the Lord's, okay, in, 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 um, in Psalms 24.1. So some people would say, well, if the earth is the Lord's, then God is sovereign and he can do whatever he wants to do when he wants to do it. Well, if you have released authority to someone else, then why would you do Whatever you want to do if you've released authority to that person. If I am working for Jason and Jason releases the authority to me and says, I want you to go and I want you to to manicure this lawn and I want it to look this way and do all that, and he sends me to go do it, and and then he turns around and shows up and does it, what's he need me for? Do you get this? Okay? So if God has released the authority to you, then he wants you to do it. He wants you to do it. 
He wants you to have dominion. He wants you to take that authority. He wants you to do that. And some people will say, well, you know what? God is God as he can do what he wants to do. Well, you know, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and all those who dwell therein. But I want, if I could show you a scripture that says that God has given it to you, would you believe that? Would you believe it if I could show you a scripture that basically says that the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth belongs to the sons of men? Would you believe that? Then would you step in and that, take that dominion and say, wait a minute, I have dominion. Yes, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, and all who dwell therein, we all belong to God. It's all God's, but he's given you as a stewardship, you as a dominion person, you as a ruler, you as a son, come on, you as a king to rule in the earth. Turn with me to Psalms 115, verse 16. Psalms 115, verse 16. I want us just to look at this. Ooh. There it is. So y'all getting spoiled by me putting them scriptures up there, aren't you? <laughs> Psalms 115.16. Anybody want to read that? Anybody want to read it? Didn't we learn that we are sons of God? We're sons. And the earth he's given to who? The heavens, the heavens belong to the Lord, but the earth he has given to, you got to get this, the earth he has given to man. We are to take dominion. You guys said it, you said it, we can play it back on the CD and I can let you hear it. You said it, that it hadn't changed from the very beginning, that God's intent was man through Adam and Eve to rule and reign and have dominion on the earth, and it has not changed. And I'm telling you today that God still wants us to have dominion in the earth realm. He's done what he's going to do. Christ is there. He's seated at the right hand of the Father, ever interceding on your behalf, and he wants you to take dominion in the earth. Woo, hallelujah. We got somebody that's excited about it. He wants you to take dominion. What do you mean, take dominion? He wants you to rule over your situations and your circumstances. Well, I've given my life to Christ, it's not enough. It's enough to get you saved, born again, but it's not enough. It's, getting, it's like getting to the door and not walking in. You all ready for this? It's like getting to the door. Didn't Jesus say, I am the way, the truth, and the life? No man comes to the Father but by me. He also is known as the door. If we got to the door and never walked in, the door's wonderful, the door's nice. Look how wonderful this door is. It's a great door. If everybody came into the foyer and admired the door and never stepped in, we'd never walk into the kingdom of God. I don't want you, I don't want you to, to think that I'm saying that when I said that's not enough, you want to live a victorious life. Christ died for us to have dominion. He didn't, he didn't die for you to be 
broke, busted, and disgusted. He didn't die for you to be beat up, whipped, and running around like a dog with your tail between your legs, afraid to do anything, afraid to say anything, afraid to even speak up on anything that's godly, or, you know, maybe we shouldn't have certain things, you know, but God said that he wants us to take dominion. So we can enter, we got to enter into the kingdom of God. We've got to enter into it. We've got to walk from the foyer into the sanctuary because the music's great in the foyer. It's wonderful, especially when we pipe, pipe the sound out there. But I'm telling you, it's not as good as until you get in here. Amen? Are y'all getting this? He wants us to have dominion. He wants us to walk there. And see, we know Christ. Some of us know Christ as our, as our Savior. But do you know him as your Lord? He's our Lord and Savior. He's our King and High Priest. See, we may know Him as our, as our Savior. I'm born again. My spirit's regenerated. I'm renewed. But you're not walking into what God wants you to walk into. You're afraid to come through the door into the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. You're afraid to walk through it and get into the things and operate the way God wants you to operate because you know what? Here's what's going to happen. When you operate the way God wants you to operate, you're going to have what God wants you to have. You're going to have dominion. Come on, somebody. Okay. Y'all okay? I'm just getting warmed up. So the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, and all those dwell therein. That's right, Psalms 24.1. The heavens are the heavens of the Lord, but he's given the earth to the sons of men. There will be no end to the increase of God's government on the earth. Some people were saying, well, I don't know. You know, we're, we're not advancing. No, we are advancing. Believers in Christ, Christianity is advancing. Come on, somebody. Turn with me to Isaiah chapter 9. Let's look at verses 6 and 7. I know we had, um, we had a wonderful men's meeting uh, Saturday, and I'm telling you, these guys that were there, Shorty did an excellent job on the stakes, and we took dominion over them stakes. Come on. I'm telling you, we took dominion over them stakes. That baked potato, we took dominion over it. We, took, we ruled it. We reigned over it. And some of the guys say, Amen. Yeah, it was, it was good. Isaiah 9, verses 6 and 7. For a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders. Who's he talking about here? Jesus, the Messiah. And his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. And here it is in verse 7. There will be no end to the increase of his government of peace on the throne of David and over his kingdom. To establish it and to uphold it with justice and righteousness from then on and furthermore, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish this. (laughs) Listen, 
We need to do everything we can to combat Islam. We need to do everything we can to combat false religions. But I'm telling you, the kingdom of God is advancing. The government of God is advancing in the earth realm. And God didn't come to lose. He came to take over. Islam has really got some mindsets that Christianity needs to have. In the Quran, you are considered an infidel, and they either convert you or kill you. And that's what they're after. They're coming to take dominion. I got news. The dominion doesn't belong to them. It belongs to us. Woo! Hallelujah. It belongs to us. That's our dominion. So here's what I want you to take dominion over. What is it that you're allowing to have dominion over you? If he says we're to rule over the earth, we're to rule over these things, what is it that's taken dominion over you that tonight you know that you're supposed to have dominion over? I'm going to finish this up real quick. It's the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Luke chapter 12, verse 32. says it's the Father's good pleasure. It says, don't be afraid, little flock. Your Father has chosen gladly to give you the kingdom. Jesus told the disciples to pray this way. Thy kingdom come, thy will be where? As it is in heaven. Was he goofing? Was he serious? When he told them to pray this way, this is the way you need to pray. What's going on in heaven needs to manifest in the earth. Come on, somebody. So the kingdom that's in heaven is to manifest in the earth. Matthew chapter 6.10, he says, Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Not in heaven as it is in heaven, but on earth as it is in heaven. And when you got to be on earth if it's going to be like heaven. Come on, somebody. I'm not saying this earth is heaven. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying God wants us to have dominion, and there will be a time where it will be. Let me give you this one. Christ received a total victory at the cross. Daniel 7, 14 says, And to him was given dominion. Do I have that up there? Yeah. Daniel 7, 14. And to him was given dominion. There's that word dominion. Glory in the kingdom that all peoples, nations, and men of every language might serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which will not pass away, and his kingdom is one, listen, which will not be destroyed. Woohoo! Hallelujah, man, I'm telling you. What? It won't be destroyed. We're talking about it's going to be blown up with missiles and everything else, and all this is going to happen. I'm telling you, the kingdom will not be destroyed. Through death, famine, anything else, it's not going to be destroyed. The kingdom of God is advancing in the earth, and you're that kingdom, and you're beginning to advance. I'm telling you, God wants you to have dominion and rule over those things that have got you, that have held you back, and no more, not any longer. You're going to draw a line in the
the sand and say, no, I am going to have dominion over drugs. I'm going to have dominion over alcohol. I'm going to have dominion over over uh, anger, bitterness, anger, backbiting. Uh, you're going to have dominion over jealousy. You're going to have dominion over those things that are trying to keep you from your destiny. Come on, give the Lord some praise. You got to have that dominion. That's why I want to have you get you a bulldog attitude. So what about if I told you, can I prove to you with another scripture that he's given total dominion to the saints? Daniel chapter 7. If you get a chance, read Daniel chapter 7. Daniel chapter 7, verse 18 says, But the saints of the highest one will receive the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever, listen, for all ages to come. Forever, all ages to come. Check this out. Daniel 7.27, write that down, Daniel 7.27. Then the sovereignty, the dominion, and the greatness of all the kingdoms under the whole heaven will be given to the people of the saints of the highest one. Who is the people of the saints of the highest one? All I know is that's me, baby. That's me. Turn to your neighbor and say, that's me. Turn to your other neighbor and say, that's me. He says, the sovereignty and the dominion and the greatest of all kingdoms under the whole heaven will be given to the people of the saints of the highest one. His kingdom will be an everlasting kingdom, and all the dominions will serve only him. His kingdom will be an everlasting kingdom. Say that with me. His kingdom will be an everlasting kingdom. I'm telling you. You got a kingdom that isn't going away. You got a kingdom that can't be destroyed. It's kind of like a Timex kingdom. It takes a lick and it keeps on ticking. Come on, somebody. It's not far. Now, how, how, how you get knocked down, it's how high you bounce back up. It's not that you get off track, but you get back on track and you continue to move forward into things of God. That's where we're talking about having dominion. So we're going to begin to cast the kingdom this year. Dr. Jerry King's coming Sunday. I, I know it's going to be on the kingdom. I have no idea what we're going to get, but we got, it's going to be good. It's going to be on the kingdom. You have to realize and understand that you have dominion. Say it with me. You have dominion. Say, I have dominion. Say it again. I have dominion. You have dominion. You got dominion. You got to step into that. It's what Christ died for us. He shed his blood for you to have dominion over every situation, over every circumstance, over anything that comes against you, comes against your family. It's time for the church to stand up and take dominion the way God wants us to take dominion. Now, we got to do it with a good attitude. Come on, somebody. And we've got to do it the way God wants us to do it. And we just don't steal to take dominion because that's stealing. It's wrong. But when you look at the principles of the Word of God and you use those and exercise those principles that are in the Word of God, you can have dominion. Turn to your neighbor and say, you're going to have some dominion. Come on, tell your other neighbor, you're going to have some dominion. You're going to have some dominion. This is the dominion mandate. You're going to hear about this over and over and over and over and over and over again. To where, you know what? It's going to be so much in you. It's going to come out of you. Things are going to come out. And then there's going to be somebody or something that's going to come against you. And you're going to say, I got dominion over you. 
You're under my foot. You know, get out that big fly swatter in the spiritual realm. Don't leave them on the floor. Pick them up and put them in the trash can. And the women said, Amen. Say this, in the name of Jesus, I will have dominion over every area, over every circumstance that comes into my life. I send notice today that I, am, I have a dominion mandate. I have a dominion mandate. It lines up with the Word of God. God meant it. He said it. And I'm going to carry it out in Jesus' name. Give him some praise in this house. Amen? you got to take dominion. We are going to be learning how to take dominion. I'm telling you, you're going to have dominion over your finances. You're going to be start taking dominion in the earth. People are going to be buying businesses and taking dominion, and you're going to be running companies, and you're going to have dominion. You're going to have people underneath you working, and all these things are going to begin to happen. You're going to start taking dominion over sickness. You're going to start taking dominion over diseases. We're going to have signs, wonders, and miracles because you are going to take dominion. It's time for you to take dominion. We're going to take some dominion. I might even put a big billboard up there and say, we're going to take some dominion. <laughs> we, we, we the dominion people. Yeah, everybody.